Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. I am so excited. We just got back uh, from a week of meetings in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, an Abundant Life Fellowship Church and Saw some tremendous miracles that happened there. Uh, and one of the other things that happened with those miracles is that there were several people uh, that had either not been to church in a long time or just first time there. And through those those miracles, had some legitimate encounters with God. There was one man. Uh, he had actually come from uh, the church's uh, day center uh, where they serve the homeless. And he was invited to come to church. He came. He was a, a, a former... A military man, a veteran, and also played college football. And as a result of of all of those activities over the years, uh, had some severe knee problems. Uh, he said the doctor said that he needed knee replacements. He'd been unable to bend, uh, been a, uh, unable to do a lot of things. And we didn't pray for him, didn't didn't lay hands on him. Just uh, actually, just kind of walked him through, uh, reminding himself of, of some things that came through his union with Christ and. Within a matter of seconds, all the pain was gone away, and he had uh, free range and mobility in his knees once again, and he found out God was real. There was another instance in where there was a woman who came up, and uh, I just had a word of knowledge. I hadn't talked to her, never met her before, looked over, saw her, and I said, it's cancer, isn't it? And you should have seen the look on her face, you know, just in shock. And her 13-year-old daughter was there in the congregation, and she yelled out, Oh my God, how did he know? And, and that's why these type of things are so important to me. Uh, this supernatural life, learning to flow with the Holy Spirit, learning to hear from God, uh, knowing what we have through our union with Christ, because the world is crying out to experience God, to find out and know that He's real. Uh, and, in and the church is waiting to encounter God as well. And so... You know, we're just on a mission to prove some things. You know, we even had a, a deaf lady that was healed that night. And we're just trying to prove some things that, you know, you don't have to go into some third world country to have miracles. Uh, and, then, you know, here in America, you don't even have to be in the church. We're, what we're trying to prove is that not only can you have it in church, but you should be having it out on the street and in the grocery store and at home. And, and the gifts of the Spirit should not be limited to the end of the church service on a Sunday morning. Now, they should be manifest, you know, in your world, wherever you go. And so that's the whole purpose of what we're doing here uh, with the Supernatural Life podcast and uh, with the ministry God has called us to. Uh, we're just, in a very basic way, trying to wake up the church, awaken them to who they are in Christ. You know, the 2 Corinthians 5.17 is a well-known uh, scripture. Uh, the Bible says that any man that's in Christ is a brand new creature, a brand new creation. Old things pass away and all things have become new. And I think a lot of ways in, in our circles, uh, faith circles, spirit-filled, charismatic, whatever you want to call it, basically that scripture's turned into just a real good poster or a good t-shirt. Uh, but we need to, to dig down into it and find out what it really is all about. And that's where you got to start taking some things literal. And so I want to, to uh, look at a passage of scripture today in John chapter 17. We've looked at this several times before, but there was something. While I was ministering last week, one night we were reading through here, 
and I was teaching on some things as far as our union. And while we're reading this, it just this one scripture uh, just stuck out to me. And I've just never really seen it this way before. And I want to spend a few minutes talking about it today. In John chapter 17 and verse 20, Jesus says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. So here he is talking about you and me. He's praying for you and me. And I think it's always a good reminder, you know, when you're reading this, say, hey, that's me. He's praying for me. And how many of you know uh, Jesus, when Jesus prays, he gets his prayers answered. And so he, this is his prayer before he goes to the cross. And he says, Father, I pray that they would all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they would be one in us, that the world would believe that you sent me. Now, there's a couple of, of important pieces just in this one verse here. He said, Father, I pray that they would be one just as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. So Jesus said, Father, I'm praying that in the very same way that you are one with me and I am one with you, I pray that they, talking about you and I, that, that they would be one with us. And to the very same degree, the very same quality, the very same manner of union that Jesus had with the Father. He was praying that you would have that very same union with the Father. He was praying that I would have that very same union with the Father. And then he goes, so that the world would believe that you sent me. Now, if, if, you, if you just sit there and, and don't think too much about it, it's not going to make much sense because you would think, well, how in the world, how is it possible that, that the world would believe that Jesus was sent by God because you and I are one with Christ? doesn't make much sense on the surface, but then when you really take a step back and think about it, how would the world know that Jesus was sent because of our union with Christ? Well, it's actually very simple. And it comes down to this, is that through you and I, our union with Christ, we would be so much like him that we would think like him, talk like him, act like him, smell like him, get the very same results as him, that, that our manner of life would be uh, so identical to him and that he is our twin it'd be so identical there that they would see us and we could actually get bold enough to say hey if you've seen me you've seen the Christ just as bold as Jesus was when he said hey if you've seen me you've seen the father he said they would be one in us that the world will believe that you sent me and so uh, I mean we could spend some time on just that one verse but that's not where I want to go today I want to go here in verse 22. So Jesus just prayed, you know, Father, I pray that they would be in union with us in the very same way that I'm one with you and you're one with me. In verse 22, and he said, and the glory that you gave me, I have given it to them. So notice in context, Jesus said in the very same way that, you know, I'm one with you and you're one with me. I want them to be one with me. And he said, what you gave me, I have given unto them. Now notice Jesus didn't say, uh, what you gave me, I gave them a little bit. You know, you gave me everything, Father, but, you know, to, to those that will believe in me through the word, I'm just giving them a little bit. I'm just going to give them, you know, uh, just enough. No, the way God gives, he gives superfluously, abundantly, excessively, lavishly. You know, he's a 12 baskets left over God, you know what? A debt sinking, you know, boat sinking God, you know. He always gives way more than enough. Well, he was an example to Jesus, and so the way Jesus gives, 
is just like the Father. He gives too much. He gives more than enough. And he said, the same glory that you gave me, I gave it to them. And then he makes this statement. And this is what, uh, when it came out of my mouth, it hit me while I was preaching and just, just had a, a wonderful revelation. Don't you just enjoy that? You know, if, you know, if you're a minister and you're, you're ministering, going along and talking and teaching and, and just flowing with the Holy Ghost and things start coming out of your mouth before it hits your head <laughs> and you say it and all of a sudden in your mind, you think, oh, that's good. I've had to do that several times, you know, after the, the message, go down and, and write some notes. Or sometimes I've even stopped during the message and written down a note just to remind of what was just said. And this is one of those moments. He said, verse 22, the glory you gave me, I get, I've given them that they would be one just as we are one. Now, friend, get this. He said, I gave this to them. The glory you gave me, I've given it to them so that they could be one just as we are one. And, and this is the revelation that hit me. It's this. It's impossible for you to be in union with Christ and not have his stuff. Now, you know, I, I've known this to a degree uh, over the years and been teaching these things and that, you know, what Christ has, we have. And I understand that. Uh, of course, there's always, you know, more revelation and understanding to go with that. But, you know, that basic concept, I've had a, a, a decent understanding of that. And that what Christ has, I have. Uh, you know, we've been teaching for a while that, you know, what God uh, wanted in you, he put in Christ. So that when you became one with Christ, you got everything that God wanted you to have. But in, in John 17, verse 22, this was another aspect of our union that just never really struck me like it did until last week when it just came out of my mouth. And that it's impossible for you to be in union with Christ and not have his stuff. Because this is what Jesus tells us. He said, I gave the glory that you gave me. I gave it to them so that they would be one just as we are one. So you, you can't be in union with Christ. You can't be connected to him and yet not have his stuff. You can't be connected to him and what he has not be flowing in you. And you know, it, this isn't anything you know extraordinarily new because it's in the Bible. Uh, and most of us have read it at some point or another. John chapter 15, Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branch. And if you go outside and you looked at a tree, boy, you would find out that what's flowing in the, in the trunk of the tree is flowing in the branch of the tree and flowing even in the little twigs of the tree. You, you can't separate the two because they're one. Now, you know, that tree has individual pieces to it. I get that. You know, there's roots and there's the trunk and there's the branches and the twigs and the leaves. But, you know, really when you go outside and you look, well, nobody says, oh, look at that, you know, pretty twig or that pretty leaf or look at that nice root. No, it's look at that pretty tree. Look at that magnificent tree. And it's the same thing with our union with Christ in that, you know, we all are uh, different pieces and we all have different roles and responsibilities. But ultimately, we are the Christ on the earth. He's the head. We are the body. And we're entirely dependent on him. But it's impossible for that tree and all those pieces to be connected and the juices coming from the roots not, not be flowing in all the other pieces. Uh, that's the way the thing is designed to work. And so, you know, God didn't move into you and, and not bring his U-Haul. He didn't move into you and, and not bring his stuff. Uh, he didn't move into you and leave all his stuff in heaven. But that's the way that many of us have treated uh, salvation 
and that uh, we are the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. God lives on the inside of us, but for somehow, some reason, God left all of his stuff in heaven. So even though God lives on the inside of us by the Holy Ghost, uh, we're still trying to figure out how to get God to, to give us the stuff from heaven. But, you know, that doesn't make any sense. How could God be in you and yet everything that he is and everything he has not be there too? Friends, I'm telling you, when God came and moved in, he brought his U-Haul. Ephesians 1, chapter 3, uh, chapter uh, 1, verse 3, it says that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Where? In Christ. And so when you and I got in Christ and Christ got in us, everything God had given to Christ, it got in us. Why? Because we're in union with him. And this is what Jesus is talking about. He said, everything you gave me, the glory you gave me, the anointing you gave me, the power you gave me, the authority you gave me, what you gave me, I have given it to them so that we could be one. So see, Jesus wanted us to be one, just as he and the Father are one, but we, that was not possible unless we had the same stuff. We had to have the same stuff. It had to be accessible to us. You know, you could take uh, the... Uh, the example of marriage, you know, the Apostle Paul talks about this over in Ephesians. And, and he talks about, you know, a man uh, and his wife, a man leaving his uh, parents for his wife and, and and the union and connectedness there. And, and we hear that passage of scripture talked about many times in a wedding ceremony. But at the end of that, Paul makes this statement. He said, actually, I'm talking about uh, you and, and Jesus. I'm talking about your union with Christ. And, you know, if you looked at the marriage relationship, marriage, it really is an example of our union with Christ in that, you know, we, we leave our, our, our former ways, our former life, and we become joined to Jesus, uh, the husband. You know, we as a church are the bride, and we become connected to him. And then all of a sudden, everything that he has is ours. You know, what he brings into the relationship is ours. And what we bring into it, I mean, wasn't much, but, you know, what Jesus brought man. Uh, we married wealthy in, this, in one respect. You know, we got into a very wealthy family and all that thing, all those things became ours. And so, you know, the other piece is that, you know, Jesus in that marriage relationship with the church, you know, he didn't sign a prenup. You know, he didn't say that uh, everything I have, uh, you don't get to enjoy it. You don't get to have it. It's all mine. But, you know, we're in this relationship and, you know, we're going to have uh, separate accounts and separate this and that, and I don't touch yours and you don't touch mine. No, that wasn't it at all. You know, uh, in the very same way that when you get married and you the, the spouse takes on the other name and and you know you live in the same house and all of a sudden you know uh, all the belongings those are those are all of yours to share. Those are all of yours to use. It, it's it's very much the same way with Christ and that when when we I uh, got connected. We became in covenant with him through salvation. We became unified with him. Everything that Jesus has became ours. And so this is why the Apostle Paul tells us in Acts chapter uh, 17, verse 28, it says, it, it's in him that we live. It's in him that we move. And listen to this last phrase, it's in him that we have our being. You know, he said in Colossians chapter uh, 2 verse 6 he says you've received Christ now I want you to walk in him and then verse 9 and 10 I love it he says in Christ you know, he's the fullness of the Godhead bodily in verse 10 he said you are complete in him 
In other words, you're not missing anything. You're not broken in any way. I mean, this is where it starts tying into you are the righteousness of God in Christ. You're right. And everything that you are and everything that you have, it's absolutely perfect because it's the property of Jesus. And yet it became yours through your union with Christ. Jesus prayed about it, prayed for you when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane before he went to the cross. And we know Jesus gets his prayers answered. And we find out, you know, in Paul's letters to the church that those prayers were answered. And we start to find out everything that became ours through a union with Christ. And so, you know, when you're going through life and you're hit with some, some hard times, and especially in the area of sickness, you know, uh, maybe you're, you're facing some circumstances right now in your body. You've got some pains, aches, or maybe you've gotten a bad report from the doctor. Friends, you don't have to beg God to do anything for you. You don't even have to pray for him to heal you because through your union with Christ, he gave you the life of God. You know, if, if, you, if you haven't heard much about that, I'd encourage you to go back a few episodes prior to this one. We, we spent a whole episode talking about the life of God. You need to understand what you have on the inside of your spirit. What, what Jesus gave you, he said, the glory you gave me, I've given unto them. Remember that glory when Jesus was on the, the Mount of Transfiguration. The glory of God began to shine out of his spirit. And we see that it, it shined through his skin and shined through his clothes. And that's exactly what's on the inside of you. It's the life, the light of God that's there to burn out every cancer, every tumor, every sickness, every disease, every fungus, bacteria, virus that's trying to attach itself in your body. The glory of God that he gave unto Jesus is on the inside of you to heal you, to protect you, to, to keep any plague or sickness from coming near your tent, from near your dwelling, from near your body. We need to understand what wonderful things that happen for us through salvation and our union with Christ. Well, friends, I hope you uh, got something out of this today. I sure did. I love talking about our union with Jesus and what salvation really, really provided. Hey, if you haven't checked it out uh, yet, go to our website, chackensalis.com, and we're always updating information there and making videos and, and stuff available to you. Also, uh, speaking of videos, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got lots of healing testimonies on there from those individuals, and uh, subscribe to that so you can uh, keep up to date with new videos that get posted. And also on our Facebook page, uh, it's facebook.com backslash Chad Gonzalez Ministries. And uh, same thing with the website. We've always got new videos we're uploading there, uh, doing some live stuff and, uh, you know, updating uh, different meetings that we're having, you know, throughout the country, uh, supernatural life seminars and conferences and stuff like that. Uh, one thing I did want to let you know about, really excited about this, is that in the upcoming months, these podcasts that we're doing, we're actually going to start uh, videoing these things and making these live. Uh, on Facebook and so very very excited about that uh, the, the Supernatural Life podcast continues to pick up steam every month and getting new listeners and so hey tell your friends about it uh, subscribe to the podcast there wherever you're listening uh, iTunes, Switcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Google Play uh, leave us a review and uh, let your friends know about it let's keep getting the word out God bless you guys have a wonderful day remember that in Christ we always win